If you have your Bible, please turn to Mark chapter 9, as we read earlier. Our reading will be based, and our sermon will be based on Mark chapter 9, verses 38 to 41, and Numbers 11, 20, verses 25 to 29. Let's read Mark 9, 38 to 41 again. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop, because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Truly I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will not certainly not lose their reward. Numbers 11, 25 to 29. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke with him. And he took some of the power of the Spirit that was on him and put it on the 70 elders. When the Spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but did not do so again. However, two men, whose names were Eldad and Medad, had remained in the camp. They were listed among the elders but did not go out to the tent. Yes, the Spirit also rested on them, and they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moses, Elder and Merit are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, who had been Moses' age since youth, spoke up and said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. But Moses replied, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish all the, pe- the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. May the Lord bless the reading of the scripture. Amen. Various people serve in the ministry with various backgrounds and talents and callings and gifts in the kingdom of God. Most, most of the people are excited about the ministry, but there are people who are not so excited about ministry as well in the church. Among the excited people in the ministry, there are variations. Some have great zeal, but no purpose. Others have great zeal, but wrong attitude. Others have great zeal, but wrong purpose. That's the reason why we face challenges in ministry in the kingdom of God. Moses, who was one of the greatest leaders, has challenges in his ministry. Jesus, who was the greatest leader of all, also had challenges in the ministry and he wasn't exempt from difficulty in the ministry. In the following passages, we just read, and in the following um, discussion, we're going to find out why Jesus said, anyone who gives you a cup of water will not lose their reward. In order to understand Jesus' statement, we have to look at the context behind 
what he said. So first, first of all, uh, we can see the wrong motive for doing ministry by looking at what we just read. First of all, in the, num- in the book of Numbers, we see here um, a young man ran and told Moses and said, Elders and Midas are prophesying in the camp. And Joshua, the son of Nun, who has been Moses' aide, he spoke to Moses and said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. You see here the attitude of this young, excited, energetic man, a young person that we know later on as one of the leaders of Israel. His name was Joshua. But at this point in time, in his youth, he was so excited, but he has wrong motive. We could see that in what he said. Moses, my Lord, stop them. And why he has a wrong motive, we can find out from how Moses responds. Moses said, are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. As we just read, these two people who prophesied, they were also one of the elders, but they did not go out to the camp to prophesy. But they stay in their, uh, they did not go out to the tent where the Lord called the elders, but they stay in the camp where they, uh, they sleep and eat, and they stay there. And after everyone else finished prophesying, they started prophesying in their camp. Here they, they were two of the elders, but they did, they did it at the wrong place, at the wrong time, you know. They are the right people, but they, they prophesy at the wrong place, at the wrong time. That's why uh, Joshua, who has an attitude, said to Moses, Moses, stop them. Do you know why Joshua would say that? Because he thinks a ministry should be done, especially prophesying that great uh, ministry in, in, in the kingdom of God should be done. Only uh, Jesus, uh, only the, the followers of uh, God and only the close, uh, only some of the few leaders. And that's why uh, Moses, sorry, Joshua was jealous about it. Perhaps he thought he would not get credit for it. So you see here the wrong attitude um, developed. Even though the right people prophesied, but it so happened that it happened at the wrong place at the wrong time. And Moses rebuked Joshua, are you jealous for my sake? Here we see um, Moses, who, who become one of the greatest leaders he has challenges in ministry. And you see here young, young Joshua, who started out uh, to serve in the ministry. He was so excited. 
but he has a wrong attitude and Moses has to correct him and then he, he developed and then later on we find out he become one of the greatest leaders uh, for the uh, kingdom of God. As Moses has challenges in his ministry, so Jesus did have challenges. Jesus was not exempt from challenges in ministry because just because he, he was the great leader, not just because he was God who become man, he himself had challenges as we just read in uh, verse 38 of Mark chapter 9. John said, Teacher, we saw someone driving up demons in your name. We told him to stop because he was not one of, not one of us. You see here, the exorcist, the one who drive up demon, he did, he did it with Jesus' authority. The disciples were offended because the exorcist was not one of the disciples and he was successful and the disciples knew that they would not get credit for that success. And you see a jealousy develop among uh, uh, the workers, among the disciples here. And since they have the wrong motive, Jesus has to correct them. You see here, the wrong motive for doing ministry. Um, um, in the Old Testament, they, they think it is only prophesying that's the only way to do ministry. And in the New Testament, Jesus' disciples said, um, driving up demons should be only done uh, by disciples and Jesus' inner circle people. And they have a wrong attitude, and that's why they were not happy and that's why uh, Jesus had to correct them. So after looking at the wrong motive, there is an alternative method of doing ministry. We find that in verse 39, Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. The day disciples thought the only way to do ministry is only Jesus, through Jesus and his disciples alone. And only the inner circle, the elite groups of people can only dry up demons. They can only do the, that, um, the great things and the, the most important part of the ministry. But Jesus did not think so. That's why you... Um, uh, Jesus uh, correct his disciples. The disciples think there's only one way to do ministry, but Jesus thinks otherwise. Jesus said there, there are different ways of ministry. There are different people with different gifts and talents, and they can do various ministry at various times if the Lord chooses uh, to use them. That's what Jesus is trying to say. As long as they bring glory, as long as uh, they did not blaspheme, or as long as they did not um, um, they did not destroy the name of God, as long as they glorify God by what they're doing, that's what Jesus is saying. So, here, 
we have the wrong motive and we have we 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 just seen uh, the alternative way of doing ministry that is there are more than one ways of doing ministry and what is the right motive for doing ministry then jesus said in verse 41 anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name will not lose their reward jesus said so giving a cup of water this is a very common statement and we heard it since our uh, childhood and this is a very uh, common uh, um, thing that we heard but the meaning of Jesus' statement is deeper than uh, the way it sounds. So how do we understand this the cup of water? Maybe two possible uh, ways we can understand. The first one is it could refer to a gift exchange of equal value. You give to someone a gift and you expect the exact same gift. Like Christmas time, we exchange gift. Uh, not more than $10 and not less than $8 or some, something, you know, we expect, we give, give, and we expect something of the same value. And the other option is a service or a gift given, uh, given without expecting for compensation. So when you compare these two, the, the more probable uh, understanding or interpretation would be the second one. So uh, giving a cup of water Jesus would mean that uh, doing a service of a gift uh, to someone without expecting for compensation. So there are various ways that we could understand uh, that cup of water, um, uh, how we apply it for our Christian life. The first way that we could understand would be a literal, Jesus could have meant a little cup of water. Because as you know, uh, Israel, the land of Israel was uh, still is a desert country. And you can see how thirst, thirsty they could get. And the moment you have a guest in your house, the first thing you would offer would be water, right? People would be thirsty. The same way the moment you go to the restaurant, they automatically assume you are thirsty and they give you uh, cold water with ice. Sometimes you don't want the ice and you have the choice. But in those days, um, in the time of Jesus, definitely the, the customary um, act would be to give a cup of water uh, the, first, the first thing uh, to the guests who come to their house. So this could mean a literal water giving uh, in appreciation for the disciple for what they do or uh, in, in hosting them in the name of God. So you see here, water is very, very important. Uh, even now, doctors and medical experts would say you can uh, survive without food for a couple of weeks, but you cannot survive without water uh, more than three days depending on your weight and depending on uh, your age and uh, still, so it could be more or less three days. So you see here the importance of water. You know, without water, 
a molecule in our body will not survive and will not have the, uh, the oxygen uh, uh, circulating in, in our blood circulation without water. And water is the basic thing. When you get sick, what's the first thing you, the doctor wants you to drink? Water, not Coke, not beer, or not sweet wine or anything, you know. When you get sick, the, uh, the uh, what, what, what should I say? When we get sick and when we don't want to eat anything else, the only thing that we could eat is clear water. And that water is the most precious thing that we could have when we, we are sick. The same way, water is so important. It's the basic uh, survival means for our life. And that's why Jesus used this example uh, as the base for doing ministry. So it could mean many things. And so one of the way, the other way that we could understand uh, this could be, it, it could be a symbolic way of uh, saying, uh, doing ministry in, in the way of doing some kind of hospitality, you know, doing some kind of uh, uh, kindness, random acts of kindness. You know, you heard people, people pay, um, pay in the, well, when, when you drive up to the, to the, not the grocery store, when you, when you drive to the McDonald window and, and you find out somebody already pay. And then this person pay for the next person and the next person pray, pay for it, you know, some, some kind of chain, you know, random acts of kindness. Uh, could be done. The same way, if we do some kind of uh, random acts of kindness to someone who is less fortunate than us, less fortunate than you or me, it could be similar to what Jesus said about giving a cup of water to the one who is thirsty, who, who is desperate. So uh, we could apply it in so many ways. We could do it to strangers. We could do it to our neighbors. We could do it to our family member. We could do it to our, our church member who is sick. Maybe we could go and do uh, more alone uh, for a member who is not able to do it. Or we could bring some food uh, to someone who has COVID-19 and who cannot get out and do shopping or there are so many ways that we could uh, come up and do random acts of kindness, which will be uh, comparable to giving a cup of water in the time of Jesus. So Jesus, I mean to say that it is a small thing, but if it is done with sincerity and with great heart and with great attitude, it will count. It will count. It will really count uh, in the kingdom of God. So that kind of ministry is available to everybody from the smallest to the greatest one. Not everyone can prophesy. Not everyone can preach. Not everyone can uh, teach uh, from the pulpit. But everyone can do something similar to giving a cup of water which we already mentioned. And someone needs a little smile. If you give a little smile, 
that probably help the rest of the day, you know. And someone is lonely, and if you talk to them and ask them how things are going on, that could be uh, for someone who is lonely as someone who is thirsty for water, it would be like, you know, giving a, a water to a thirsty person when you talk to someone who is lonely and by the way you talk to them with sincerity, you are giving them a cup of water to cool down uh, their heart or whatever situation they may be. So Jesus also mentioned the relevant reward of doing ministry. He said in verse 41, Truly I tell you, Anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name, he said, because you belong to the Messiah, will certainly not lose their reward. Let me say it again. Truly I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah, will certainly not lose their reward. Which means, if you do Anything, whether it, it is great or small, whether it, it, it is being recognized by other people or seen by other people or praised by other people or not, but if you do it with sincerity in the name of Jesus, that would glorify God. It will have eternal consequence it will have eternal influence. It will have eternal impact. It could be a little thing. It could be something that you could do. You may not be able to do great things like other people if you compare with other people. God is, God is not asking. You see here, the standard is very low. The standard is very low that everyone can do it. And, and the door is very wide that everyone can participate into it. And it is not limited to the few elite group of people. And it is possible and it could be done by anyone, anytime, whenever the opportunities show up. So there will be reward for that is being done, whether it is great or small, and it will have eternal consequences. It is not about the degrees of the thing that we do. It's not about the size of ministry. It is not the fact, or it's not about popularity or recognition. It's not about position base or anything like that, but it is a hard attitude that everyone can do. And God will honor that. So it is an attitude, sincerity, honesty, and faithfulness is that that's what it counts. Matthew 9, 49 and 50 reads, everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt among yourself 
be at peace with each other. This is the same. Uh, this is written in the same chapter as um, we just read in uh, the book of Mark. And Jesus continued his saying and his message. And in the end, Jesus said, uh, "Be at peace with one another. Have sought among yourselves." In in the in the time of Jesus, they made salt from probably from the sea, from the uh, salty water, and they, they are not refined the way we, we do it today. That's why salt has a limit. They, they, they could only last for a few days or a few weeks, or we don't know exactly, but uh, by the way, uh, Jesus is saying, uh, we could understand that the salt could uh, lose its flavor over time. That's what Jesus exactly said here. So, as believers, because of we are so excited and we forgot, we, we are so excited about doing ministry and we forgot how it's going to play out and we could lose our flavor. Or we have been so long in the ministry or in, in Christian walk with God and it's kind of become mundane. Uh, routine of serving God and we could lose our saltiness and effectiveness over time. That's what Jesus is saying. And uh, Paul also said in Galatians 6.10, do good to people, especially to those in the households of God, he said. So Jesus and Paul uh, strictly prioritized doing good things among God's people before we could do it to other people. You see here the priority. Jesus said, anyone give um, a cup of water to one of the disciples, he said. So, disciple among disciples. Believers among believers. Uh, Paul also said, do good people, especially to those in the household of God. So, before we could do good thing, reach out to strangers, neighbors, and people on the street. God wants us to, uh, to practice our hospitality and our Christian um, uh, life to the one closest to us, to the fa our fam fellow members, our family members, and so on. So the ministry is wide and open, you know. According to the disciple, only some people can do it, ministry, but Jesus widened the ministry and there will be people who will be preaching and prophesying and leading the ministry, but there will be people bringing a little cup of water, maybe little children or someone who is not as strong as other people. So all these count uh, in the kingdom of God. The most important thing is whether it is the great ministry, was it done from a sincere heart or a right attitude? It could be a, a little small thing like a, giving a cup of water, but if it is done from the right heart and with the right attitude, it, if that's glorify God, that's what it will count in eternity for reward. And that's why Jesus said, 
If anyone give a cup of water in my name, you will certainly not lose your reward. Which means you will lose. You can lose. It doesn't mean that you can lose your reward. But in Greek, when they use two double negative, they want to emphasize the positive. It is very positive. It's very certain. That's what Jesus is trying to say. So you will certainly receive your reward. That's what Jesus is trying to say. If you do things in the name of God, whether it is great or small, with the right attitude, with faithfulness, sincerity, and with uh, a great heart, you will definitely be rewarded for it. People may not recognize you today, but uh, it will come for eternity. May the Lord bless each one of us uh, so that we could apply uh, the principle Jesus mentioned here today. Lord bless everyone. Amen. Amen.